it for three years and then HBO paid him for it. So, so, you know, three years, that's him funding. So there's no backing. You know what I mean? It's very like, these are, this is what I found like information, you know, no bias. It's really good. It's okay. really good. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard it. I'm really into that one because people believe that shit so hard yeah. and I never believed it once. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's... Because the whole point of Q to begin with was, it was supposed to be this guy that just, well, you're basically solving the riddles for him. Mm-hmm. And it turned into this thing where he's like, he's on Trump's team, and it might be Eric mm-hmm. Trump, and it might be Ivanka, or it might be fucking Steve Melania. Steve Bannon. Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's this person who just, I, I don't even know. They're feeding that. into it, too. Right. So that's the whole problem is that and they're even giving Trump information on on like he's making odes to it because his cabinet is giving him information on, hey, say this or do this. Right. Yeah. Because they know his base is going to go crazy. They yeah. eat it all yeah. up. They eat it yeah. all up. It's yeah. it's it it's weird really to nuts. me that like he he played into it. Well, that's not weird to me. The problem with Trump is that he puts trust in his cabinet over them having his interest like he's just if you like him then you're gonna go far with him and these people aren't like they don't have your best interest in his best interest in mind they have their best interest in mind yeah, yeah. And, and he, he doesn't gets, realize that yeah, yeah yeah and they're doing the q shit which well in capital riots like and you tell I, any of his supporters that they're like oh fuck you you're just part of the yeah, yeah it's like they dude, they're so fucking some of them are just so stupid yeah. And then some of them is just they're so lost. Like they're so just off the Trump juice. Like they're, it's so yeah. crazy. Yeah, there's Trump Trump derangement syndrome, the total opposite too. Right. Where, yeah, yeah, that's a like, real thing. Just triggered off of everything that he says. Yeah. Which I I get as well. Like I get people people that haven't been out, like people that live in Shasta County, they're born here. They've never there's people that have never traveled outside the state that are our age. You know what I mean? Like right. they've never went listeners this is best friends off of the dawn fm album the new album from the weekend very special episode for you guys today i'm gonna let this rock a little bit before we get into it and thank you for tuning in review podcast at some point next week um we talked about it a little bit before we hopped on air uh derek you have not heard it yet you said um, no. are you a big weekend fan though yeah i like the weekend um i think he's like a he's just like michael jackson if he never died you know or was our era <laughs> and that's the truth like right didn't he grow up didn't he do covers of Michael Jackson? Uh, Dirty Diana. Yeah. On so. uh, one of those mixtapes, he, he did yeah. Dirty Diana. Yeah. He does it well. He does it well. Oh, like, my you got to give him props. But he, He's amazing. And then Bruno Mars is Prince. If Prince didn't pass away. Same thing. Mm. Like, he's on that same jam. That's that's my okay. uh, that's my hot take. 
right there. No, that I mean I've never heard that take to be honest with you, but that's actually pretty interesting because Bruno is super actually talented and people yeah. don't give him credit for that. And like, Prince is actually like playing guitar, like you know what I mean? Yeah, fourteen yeah. different instruments. Mm-hmm. He's the composer. He that's writes why, it. Exactly. Bruno, I mean he has writers because all the pop stars yeah, have writers yeah. now, but I think Bruno is an actual composer. I, yeah. If I give him a guitar, he'll go play a concert. For he can play. Yeah. He's not he just gonna jam. sit there and be like, uh. Yeah, and like the we- <laughs> the weekends not doing that. You he's know, a he's singer. He's singer, not a musician, and he's choreographed. You know, like he'll do some dancing and some stuff like that. Right. Like music video. You know what I mean? Like you can tell that he does put some of his own flair into the stuff. Yeah. Um, he's not just getting uh, someone to make a music video for him. Like he has some creative direction in it. Yeah, like a fake plastic surgery face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Real quick before we hop into the to the program and do the whole intro and stuff, George and I have this debate all the time. I think George is so fucking wrong, Derek. By the way, you can curse on this podcast. Okay. Uh, I, know, I know you've heard a couple, but I'm just letting you know we can curse and we can we can banter. George is so fucking wrong. He says that Weekend's not only better than Mike, but you put two or three, like, beauty after hours, oh, better than Thriller. Mm. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? Uh, so the problem is, is that <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson is world-renowned. And the weekend, I don't think is to that level yet. You go, you go to Tokyo, they know Michael Jackson. You go anywhere in the world, they're gonna know Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Any culture, anywhere, if they have power, electricity, they're gonna know Michael Jackson. Mm. I don't think the weekend's to that level. He can get there. He can get there. I think there's certain countries. I, I actually feel like Japan, China, he'd be really big over there. But I don't. I don't think that you can though. I don't think you can with technology. Like back then, he was like Thriller was everywhere. Dude, there was... wasn't options. There wasn't options on what to. Like I talked to my dad. My dad ran a pizza parlor when Thriller came out. He said, like he had to take it off, you know, because that's getting played every single. Like it's almost back to back to back going. You know what I mean? Right. So and and if that's happening in Wairika, who? Yeah, it's happening everywhere. You know, yeah. Thriller's just going hard. Absolutely. The whole dance to it. Everyone knew the dance. Like what's the best what's... music video ever made? That that video is yeah. MTV. Yeah, like if there's a video that defines MTV in the '80s, it's that and like the Purple Rain music video. I actually saw that. I just got back from Mexico and I saw the Thriller in Mexico at a bar. They're playing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. They weren't playing the Weekend at the bar. You know. And I, mean, I love Weekend. <laughs> I'm not here to shit on them, but this whole thing that George has. And George, I'm sure you guys, I don't know how much you guys debate. You seem like you're pretty middle of the road on stuff. You're pretty easy, uh, uh, even keel, if you will. Me, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm opinionated as fuck. I curse. I get loud. I do whatever. But he does this thing. And I'm not, I'm not here to pick on George, but it's just funny because you know him personally as well. Uh-huh. And I, you haven't said one word. George is here with us. I'm not just yeah. talking shit about him. Um but he'll be like, I-, I-, I don't care enough. Oh, I-, I don't care enough to have this talk. You're wrong. <laughs> he starts doing that. Instead of actually having the conversation, he's like, I just don't care. And I'm, oh, God, nothing infuriates me more than that. You know what I mean? You give someone facts and he's like, I just don't give a fuck. Well, it, it's probably like the LeBron thing. <laughs> yeah, it's the weekend's era. his era, <laughs> yeah. so he, he just wants, he wants it. Yeah, he doesn't really know Michael Jackson like that. Like Right. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, look, talent-wise, I mean, Weekend is insane, but I don't think he has anything near Billie Jean. I don't think he has an album nearly as good as Thriller. I don't think he has a music video nearly as renowned as Thriller. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't want to say he never will, but... I, it's not, it's not a, MTV is, you know what I mean? Like, you're not getting music videos anymore. I mean, like, YouTube, yeah, they're getting views, but they're not getting like they used to. It's not. Know? YouTube's yeah. not 
which is a wild thing to say, but YouTube is not what MTV was in 1983. No. It's just not, or 1982, And, and Spotify is going to get a piece of that pie. They're going to try to be a YouTube. Right. You can already feel it going that direction, you know? I mean, with the Rogan pod. And, and, mean, and they're going to start getting comments, and they're going to start getting where you can share it. Like, they're going to start doing stuff. Please. Need that shit for this pod, dude. Yeah. Seriously. All right, eight minutes in, man. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 123 of the Blake Mayfield podcast. I'm your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with the co-owner and foreman of the guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I, my script's all fucked up. I'm sorry, Derek. Uh, he's responsible for being this podcast's first ever sponsor. Uh, Derek Berry is here with us, as well as George Torres, a co-worker of his and a very good friend of mine, someone that helps me run this whole operation. So, Derek, how you doing, man? Thank doing you for good. coming on. Doing good. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. It's been months in the making. I, I've been bugging George about this since last yeah, summer. And since he just messaged me uh, since our first conversation before Space Jam, like six months ago. I did. I got to get Barry on there. I got to get Barry on there. Talk <laughs> to Barry, is, dude. And I'm like, bro, true. like I'm at work, bro. I'm listening, yeah. to, I'm listening to your podcast. I'm getting like uh, <laughs> the text message of what you're saying in my ear instead of like the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's hard. Like whenever we're working, we're like going, you know, so it's like... My weekends go by so fast. There's just no time. And then you work weekends sometimes. Um, so yeah, the winter time. The winter time is when I am free as a bird. So yeah, hell yeah, and I appreciate it, man. Because I think you had reached out to me a few weeks back at this point, and you're like, "Hey, it's the off season. You know, let's let's get into it. Let's do it." And I'm like, "Yes." You know what I mean? I'm like, "That is dope." So thank yeah, you. I don't want I don't want I don't want people thinking that I'm big leaguing because that's not me. That's for sure not me. I didn't take it you know? that way. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I just, like, like I want to hit you up and, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm gracious to be here, for sure. Yeah. Some people are like that. I mean, let's be honest. I know. Some I hate that Some people definitely, shit, they like flexing their muscle on you. Like, yeah. oh, I'll get to you when I get to you. I can't do that. I can't. And it's like, you ain't that fucking busy, first of all. Second of all, you're not that important. Yeah, yeah. The homeboy that, like, you talk to and then you see him and he's around his other friends and he's, like, just doesn't give you the time of day. That kind of stuff drives me crazy. Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting yeah. for sure. Um, I do want to give a special shout out. Thank you, though, to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud listeners. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys very much. And I want to let you guys know I have free Blake Mayfield Podcast coffee mugs since winter. But for you, Derek, I do not have coffee mugs. I have hats. I have a hat for you and whoever you want to give it to, your wife, so pops, much. whoever it is, Blake Mayfield, Caps. Fun fact, no. those are the last two, uh, maybe ever. So if this thing ever takes off one day, uh, go ahead and sell it, please. Uh, NFTs, collectibles. I, 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 <laughs> eBay it. Yeah, when we get them NFTs, <laughs> boy. I'm about to scan this on my scanner at home. I was going to say, scan the Blake Mayfield podcast hat. That's Interweb, it comes. Yeah. But if you guys would like a free Blake Mayfield podcast coffee mug, just hit me up on Instagram at BlakeMayfield23, and I'll be sure to get one out to you ASAP. And last but not least, I want to give a special shout-out and thank you to our sponsor for 2022, Black Rose Coffee and Tea. Are you starting a brand-new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally-owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? George, you ever tried that shit? Yes, sir. How was it? Uh... Pure ecstasy. Dalanda. (laughs) Make up Spanish words. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at Dogs of Black Rose page. 
Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you old near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So we've been kind of BSing and whatnot beforehand. Before we get into the fun stuff, I do kind of want to get to the JBL Hardscape's origin story, kind of how it all started. Um, this is something that I didn't really know about because you guys do a lot of Bay Area work and whatnot down in yeah, Napa. Yeah. Um, George started working there with you last year, I'm pretty sure, and that's how I heard about it. Um, so I just want to get the backstory to this, man. How did this all come to pass? Is it um, a business that your dad started or did you and him both do it? I mean, j- just give me the backstory, if you will. Yeah, my dad started it. Um, my dad... He did uh, landscaping, and uh, he went into the Navy and then got out of the Navy and started back up. He's worked for different landscapers, but then he started his own uh, company in 99, I want to say, is when he started. Maybe earlier than that. Um, So he did landscape maintenance for uh, most of my life, like growing up. Um, And I'd help him, you know. I'd be the kid that'd be tagging along whenever um, I didn't have school or anything. Uh, riding in the truck with him, pulling weeds, you know, just just little things that you can get a kid to do. Um, then he started a uh, paintball business with uh, one of his buddies, and they were manufacturing paintball guns with uh, CCM. And he was also playing paintball with them, and he actually played professionally. Um, they had their own factory team, and they played with uh, pump guns instead of like semi-auto or fully auto. And that was like their thing. That was their gimmick that they really got uh, airtime over. And uh, he did that for a while. And then that, as we all know, paintball went out of style like real fast. Yeah, It was big and then it was nothing. So so he kind of aided on that and then started back up uh, doing landscaping. And then, uh, and this was all in Reading. All of this stuff was uh, local here. Um, Okay. And then his uncle, so my great uncle, uh, my great uncle's dad lived in Napa and he passed away. And then my great uncle got that property there. And um, my dad started managing that, um, that property. And then he started bidding work in Napa because obviously like there's more money there, you know, and he was busy in Reading and stuff, but he was trying to get like a, a higher end clientele. We worked for a lot of like uh, doctors here and kind of ran out of, and also Reading had custom creations and a couple other uh, companies that were doing pavers here, whereas yeah. Napa didn't really have anything. It was all commute from either Sacramento or San Francisco. So we kind of started up there and we've been there since. About 25 years now, right? Yeah. Yeah, 25 years, okay. Yeah, and, and, and for me, like, uh, I I was doing that in the summers uh, in high school, you know, because I, I was, what was I making then? I was probably making, like, $10 an hour, but back then, you know what I mean? Like, you weren't getting hired doing anything for that. Right. Um, $10, $15, I'm not sure what it was, but um, I'd make money doing that, and then I'd do school and play basketball and hoop and stuff, and then I graduated in 2011, and... Mm-hmm. I went to Shasta or Shasta College. I redshirted, and then I played my two years um, of basketball there. Oh, nice! And then okay. after that, I went full time with him. I could have went in hoop somewhere, but I—it's kind of a life decision, you know. 
and like a decision in, do I want to do this? Do I want to have fun and go play basketball? Or do I want to start building a life? You know what I mean? Because basketball is great, but you're limiting yourself from certain opportunities by doing that. Um, Someone like me, like I had to work my ass off to play basketball. So I was going to the gym after practice. I was going to the gym before practice. You know what I mean? So it wasn't... uh, if I was going to go and hoop somewhere else, like, I'm not going to be able to do anything, you know? I'm going to be living on no money and right. just, like, basketball is my life, which I had done up to that point, and it's kind of tough to do that, you know? Especially when you know you can make good money because you're making it in the summer. So it's like, if I did that full time, I can probably get somewhere, you know? Yeah, I hear it. What's the toughest part of helping your dad and just running the business in general? Because I feel like... There could be a lot of hiccups. George always mentions that there's a lot of math, like tons of math involved as far as just getting your supplies and everything together, especially with COVID going on. I assume, you know, supply chain issues and whatnot have definitely come up for you guys. But what's the toughest part of running the business, man? Is it like just working the summers? Because, I mean, the Bay Area may not be as hot, but it's humid. Or is it just, is it supply chain issues? I mean, what would you say is the part that just like, man, it just makes it tough? Yeah, Supply chain the last couple of years have been tough, but um, it's tough, but also like it's out of our hands. So it's not really something to worry about too much. Um, The toughest thing, I'd say like employees is always tough. Um, Just like training and then uh, just finding employees is always tough. You know what I mean? And doing what we do, like traveling and stuff, that's, that's tough on people. And that's not for everyone, uh, being out of town like that, especially when they're social people. Um, also, you're paying rent and then you're down there for four days out of the week and you kind of feel like, what am I doing, you know? Yeah. Um, the other thing is, like, equipment. There, that, that's always a big thing, like maintenance and stuff, stuff breaking down, and then you don't have use of that, so you're going to have to do it by hand or do it some other way. That's always frustrating. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we're pretty lucky. The Most of our homeowners are cool. Every once in a while, we'll get a real pain in the ass, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, we get the rich pain in the ass, which is a I whole different breed of pain yeah. in the ass. It's the entitled, I want it my way pain in the ass, which is never fun. But Do you guys even know what you're doing kind of shit? And it's like, this is what we do for a living. Like, yeah. We know what we're doing. You yeah, know? yeah. 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 I've been told like, I want this 90 degree. Well, okay. So we're given plans sometimes. So it's like laid out for us and they paid someone to make these plans. So I, I'm like following these plans, setting this up and the homeowner's like, well, that doesn't look like 90 degrees. Like the angle, you know, like, like you're making a square. So it's like, I know it's 90 degrees. Well, she said, what is 90 degrees and what looks like 90 degrees are two different things. Mm. Mm. I still have yet to figure out how that works because 90 degrees is 90 degrees. Right. So, that yeah. change. Yeah, we get, we get some weird stuff, but um, it's good. Have you seen those TikTok videos? It's uh. It's like this guy, it's it's uh, the, the rich guy at the bar and how the rich guy treats people than the really rich guy, like the wealthy guy. And it's like two total, like the rich guy is just a total just dick. And then the really rich guy's like, what's up, my man? He like slips him a hundred. He's like, thank you for the heads up on that. Didn't want, didn't want to disrespect on your home turf. You know, like, do you guys have good experiences with people oh, that yeah, are yeah, yeah. super? Because yeah. I feel like that's how that goes. The, it's the, so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of true. Yeah, the the... 
the people that are rich and then they they like they're status rich like mm. they want they want to show people and right. tell people that those are usually the people that aren't fun to deal with the people that are just like rich rich they don't care anymore so they're the best <laughs> to work for yeah we we work for uh, a company that the person that we're working for has two Lear jets. Like he owns a vineyard. We're working on the vineyard. He owns two Lear jets. Like that alone is millions, millions, millions. Right. And he shows up in a 90 suburban, two labs, opens the door, they come jumping out. We're like doing pretty precise stuff. They run on our work and I'm just like, whatever. He's he's wearing a plaid shirt. A buckle like a cowboy hat you would never know this guy and he owns uh what winery was it it was i don't remember yeah it, it's a it's rombauer vineyard he owns okay. that yeah so we're talking that's in safeway that's in Rayleigh's. you know what i mean that's at right. bevmo like big deal yeah yeah and you wouldn't you would never be able to pick it out him out you know it's yeah funny he, how... he was super cool guy super cool guy yeah, it's it's funny how those people blend in, and then like I said, the snobby rich ones kind of stand out. So, what are some more downsides of hardscaping? I mean, is that the biggest one? Is just dealing with the people? Is it the is it the fucking grueling ass work? Yeah, I it's mean, gonna be the work for sure. Okay, um, but but there's payment for that, you know. Like, how long does it take you guys to do a project and kind of get a house done? I guess in Napa. Oh, like what we're doing. Um, like a driveway that we can get equipment to, a small, small drive, like a week Oh, for wow. a small one. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. And we're, and we're talking like, uh, we're talking like 10 by 30 maybe, you know what I mean? Like just, just like a normal uh, driveway like that, a smaller one. Okay. That's actually a lot quicker than I would anticipate. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not too big. We we got equipment, you know. Like I have a mini excavator, I have a uh, wheel loader, um, so we have we have dump trailers, we have truck. Like we have probably in our company two hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. Okay. So it's just it's getting to this point has been a rough road, but now that we're here, it's not as big of a deal. We can move kind of fast, you know. Right. Yeah. What are some of the perks of hardscaping? What are one of the things that you enjoy? Like you get in the zone of certain things. I I assume that pays pretty good, you know, but what what are some of the things that you would tell someone like, hey, here, here are the perks of doing for this? working for working or like uh, like me pitching it? Uh, I mean, either one. Like if you were pitching it to, to me, let's say uh, I would say like, hey, man, I was thinking about maybe want to do some hardscaping. I, I want to make. I want to make some good cash or I, I want to break my back. I don't fucking know. Just if I wanted to do it, how would you pitch the perks to me? Just uh, the good stuff. Yeah. So I tell you, um, you're probably going to lose weight doing what we do. You're going to sweat your ass off. You're going to drink a bunch of water. Um, the other thing is, is for us, everything's paid for in Napa. So like you'd be staying with me at our place. So you're not paying rent there. Mm. All of your food's paid for. All of your gas to come down there is paid for. As long as you're not spending money down there, that's all money that you're taking home. You know what I mean? So okay. the business is paying all that stuff for all of our employees. Um, and then the other thing is, yeah, it's uh, it's like anything. And you doing some of the butcher stuff, like once you know how to do it, like you can get into a groove. Right. And and it's satisfying getting stuff done, seeing things before and then seeing them after. There's a satisfying part of that 
um, that a lot of other work you don't necessarily get to see products and then see finished products. Like the people at our material yards that sell the material, they never get to see the finish of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas us, we're buying it raw materials and then we're leaving it installed materials, which is satisfying in itself. Um, and you meet a bunch of people, a bunch of people that are successful, obviously, if they're having us work for them. So yeah, it's always cool to, I think everyone that works in customer service industry likes talking to people or being around people or else you want to be in it. So you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I have two jobs right now. One's at the new station, one's at Sprouts, and it's just the difference in work. I'm not an office work kind of guy. It's really hard for me to go in there and, like, sit at my computer and just, you know, like, that's not. Some people, you know, they don't want to do customer service. They don't want to talk to people. They don't want to, you know, they just want to sit there at their desk and yeah. do whatever. For me, i got to be up. i got to be moving. i got to be talking to people. i got to have different experiences because you don't know who you're going to run into. You know, you just never know. I want to bring George into this. George has been kind of just sitting here chilling. Let's roast George. And not roast George, but what was he like at first? And, and how did you get the job at JBL? Because I think, wasn't it from one of your homies or something like that? It was from him. And I knew Ryan, too. I think Ryan referred me to him, which he knew me, but and then okay. he put me on. He said, hey, you want to come? Uh, I don't know what time he hit me up, but hey, we started March. You want to come on the team? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And then what were your thoughts about George? Uh, good or bad at first? Were you like... I don't know about this guy where you're like, oh, okay, like this is actually pretty. Because George is an interesting character. I know when I first met him at the pizza parlor, he was, uh, I actually related a lot to him at first because we like the same music and shit like that. But I was like, oh, okay, this is someone that's like cool, not stuck up. What were your initial thoughts here? Yeah, I knew George from earlier than that. He was friends with Eric. So um, Eric's brother is like one of my best friends. Gotcha. So I've been around Eric my whole life as well, like uh, like freshman year, sophomore year in high school. So like we'd all go hoop at like Evergreen and stuff. And I think and George came to at least one of those things or we'd hoop at the teen center. And he'd be there or something. So I definitely knew George for uh, through that kind of stuff, but never like really talked to you know how it is whenever you're with your like boys. It's just it's just open dialogue, you know, right. so not, not like a real conversation, like but just part of the conversation. Right. Um. Yeah, and then Ryan uh, started working with me, and then he was telling me, and then he he left from players, I believe, and then he was telling me that George was looking at other stuff as well, so I hit him up. Um, and then Ryan ended up quitting with us, um, which I knew before George got hired, so it was kind of like, we need someone, you know what I mean, to finish out the year anyway, so kind of made it work, so it's yeah. good. Where does that ring, George, for you? You delivered pizza. Yeah. Remember, I ran into you at Safeway once. You were doing the beer thing. Where, where does JBL personally rank for you? Rank? Uh, as far as what do you mean? Number one. No, I just love <laughs> I love helping him and and like uh, it's like a as far as just personal. I love local it. small business where it's like I know the owner like directly to compared to. Well, I mean, I guess the Budweiser was kind of small, but like you know. A corporation. Really yeah, a corporation right. where you don't know who's running it. Okay. And just helping uh, be a part of it. It's just me. Is hardscaping something you always wanted to do, Derek? Or do you always want to be a basketball player? Did you have something else in mind? I mean, some people kind of get thrown into to these positions. Some people kind of, they just accept their fate. I mean, is this something you always wanted to do? Do you have other goals in mind? This is just what you're going to do for the next little while? Yeah, I think that... Um, 
I think that you ask like any kindergartner what they want to do and they're going to tell you if, uh, yeah, that's kind of a bold assumption. Most boys that play basketball that at a young age, you're going to ask them what they're going to do and they're going to want to be an NBA player. You know right. what I mean? That's just, that's what everyone does or NFL player or whatever. Um, so I would say that was always what I wanted to do just because I love basketball. But um, no, it's, it's like anything in life. You have to use the opportunities that you have to move towards your goals and what you want to do. Um, you can work a job with higher ambition. It could be anything, you know. Um, if you're saving up money and you're making, uh, you're trying to put yourself forward to move to that position. And my goals would be um, eventually I want to be able to flip houses or rent houses and uh, be able to give back to the community here, whether it's Red Bluff, Anderson, Redding, Shasta Lake, anything like that. Um, there's a lot of people that can't afford to buy houses, and if I'm in the position where I can buy houses, fix them up, and rent them to people, and possibly get them in a situation where they can buy houses, I think that that'd be a cool thing to be able to do. Yeah. No, that's dope. That's cool, man. I like that. What is some of... We talked a little earlier about 90 degrees may look different than it really is, blah, blah, blah. What are some of the best and worst things, we'll start with best, that customers do to hardscapers? Like, what are some of the best experiences you've had? Has there been any special kind of thing where they bring, a, like, a five-course meal to you guys? I mean, like, what's the coolest thing you can remember where you're like, damn, like, that was actually a really, that was really nice of them. They didn't have to do all that, you know? Like, they were paying us for the job anyway. What are some you, of the best experiences? Yeah, we, we have a customer that, um, that after we'd get projects done, they'd tip us, like, a couple hundred bucks. Um, just as laborers, um, and then also the homeowners, they invited everyone that worked at their house when they did this huge remodel, they invited everyone to a barbecue um, when it was all done, mm. and it was, like, catered the whole nine, you know what I mean? Why They had a caterator. Uh, again, like, so we'd work there Monday through Friday, and then whenever we got off on Friday, he had a caterator, so we'd get beer. So we'd be drinking right after we're done working and then ride nice. back. Yeah. So Hell yeah. Yeah, and, and they were they're um they're considered friends for me, my wife, and uh my dad, my mom. Like we've all been over there um to their house and they'll send us stuff, we'll send them stuff, like and we'll 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 check in on them no matter what happens, you know. So that that would be like the coolest uh people that we've worked for. And they're in the Bay Area. So it's not like they're close and we'll drive all the way out there, you know. Yeah. That's sick. Hell yeah. What's some of the worst things a customer's done? Like, what's the worst experience, the worst person you've had to deal with, someone that's stiffed you guys? I mean, I know you don't want to, you know, yeah, we, maybe get too deep, but, I mean, is there one that sticks out in particular that's not too bad? Yeah, that, there's there's some things that have happened. Um, what, a lot of the times what it is is the products aren't what the client's think that they are um, in the sense that they're getting a tumbled paver and the process of tumbling like they're in a cement mixer just tumbling around. So they're not going to be pristine in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? It's an aged look. And then they'll be like, oh, well, these look like broken up. And it's like, that's what you ordered. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I think that that's our number one problem, and we really try to get the customer to go look at previous jobs so that they can sign off on it and they can see exactly what the paver is going to look like. Um, that's been that's been the most frustrating parts 
is uh, is will put the pavers down and they'll be like, I don't know that I like that, you know, and it's like this is not the time to be making these decisions. Say, this you is know? done now, though. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and then and then yeah, that that's just a problem. That's a problem, and that I think that happens a lot in construction, anyways. Like it's a weird thing that customers don't realize the products, you know, or they change their mind, and it's like, and they let I'll you say know that's at the wrong gotta time. kill you, man. Yeah. Just people just changing their fucking mind on something halfway through. It's like, man, this is already halfway done. Yeah, and we're gonna have to start protecting ourselves. Um, we're gonna have to charge people for work change orders like that's something that we're probably going to implement this year um so that the first consultation we need to get the whole job lined out if you're going to add stuff on you're like moving our timelines for our next two jobs back you know what i mean so we need we have to charge you for that you should you and tell them like if there's anything else we need to do it now you know what i mean get it in the books because what will happen is we'll have all the materials for the job and then they want to add on. Now I have to drive to Dixon or uh, like an hour away to get product. And that's going to take a day with traffic. You know what I mean? We're talking Bay Area. We're not talking right. here. This is not ready. Yeah. yeah. So right. it's like it just throws off our timelines for all of our other jobs behind them. And that's not a fair thing to do, you know. Right. And it's preventable. Like if the clients think about the whole project ahead of time, then that stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. So... Born and raised here, right? Born and raised. Sounds like, okay. What's the biggest thing, Bay Area and here, biggest difference? Something that at first when you started working down there, you were The driving. The driving. The driving. (laughs) The driving. Okay. And you do a lot of People there know how to use the gas pedal. People here do not know how to use the gas pedal. Mm. Like, we'll be going in four-lane traffic in the Bay Area. We'll be in carpool going 80 and getting past people going 85, you know, and it's just chill. And everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know. Nothing happens and it's chill. In Reading, you, no one can handle that, you know. A drop of rain and people are driving 60. Airport Road, I've never gone faster than 40, I think. Oh, my God. And it's God. a 55. So right. it's like, it's actually a good thing, the driving. Like, the, the traffic sucks and that's a big change as well. But I I prefer to drive in the Bay Area. I know what I'm getting into. Here, it's wild cards, bro. Everyone, an old lady, wow. wild card. She can go fast. She can go slow. She can get in front of me. She can cut me off. Like, right. the Bay Area, I know everyone's going to haul ass and everyone wants to get there first, you know? Yeah. So I can be defensive. And, and that's really, I drive three hours there, three hours back every week. So that's like the main thing that I do is I'm in a car, you know? Right. Yeah, I it's it's definitely weird being in Reading and since moving to Red Bluff, like I avoid Reading. I'd rather go to Chico or stay in Red Bluff. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is your guys' season? You said March earlier, I think. But like, what do you guys consider your season? What's your off season? Because you're in the middle of the off season right now. Is it just as long as you know weather permitting? Is it like, hey, we go April to October? I mean. Yeah, it's it's weather permitting and job permitting for the most part. If if we have like a little job for our last job on the books, um, we'll kind of try to time it to where we can talk to clients and be like, hey, we'll get you on the book next year. And then we'll work out what we have on the books to get done. You know what I mean? We'll schedule them uh, for the following year. And it is, it's weather permitting. Um, if we get mud on roadways, it's a $10,000 fine. So mm. we can't work in rain. That's just not doable. If, gotcha. If the city wow. gets mud on the roadway, 
it's no big deal. But as a uh, private business, you cannot do that. So okay, damn, that's that's pretty hefty. It's pretty yeah. steep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that that's no fucking joke. You guys gotta follow that. You gotta. Yeah, if if we're working and it is muddy, like we'll have one of our employees or me, like I'll be scooping up mud the whole time. Like the tractor, you know what I mean? Like the tires that kick off mud onto the road. There's gonna be someone with a shovel just scooping that up all day. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, that's a hefty fine. Right. I get that. Let's take a break real quick, man. When we come back, we'll get into some fun stuff. We'll get into some sports stuff. Um, I want to reminisce with you on the night that we first met in person, which was the Space Jam movie night, which was, a throwback. A, a, in my opinion, horrible. I don't know what your take is. I guess we'll find out. Um, but let's take a break real quick, and we'll come back. All right, guys, and we are back. So we're going to get into some fun stuff. We'll get into some sports. We'll get into who Derek likes, who he cheers for. So let's start with football. I assume you watch football and you're a football guy. Who do you cheer for and why? Um, I'm a 49ers fan. Your favorite. Um, my favorite. <laughs> your favorite kind of fan, you know? The 49ers. Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I don't know if I ever, I, I, I didn't know if you were talking about me personally. I'm no. Like, have I ever talked I've heard about you, you, you and Al, you and Al. Maybe it's Al. It's Al, it's dude. Al. Okay. He's okay. such a fucking hater of okay, Shanahan's. Okay. I'll Shanahan. See, see, that's a wild one. See, I could get. Uh, <laughs> you can I, get Jimmy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, could, I could see. It. But Shanahan, what has he done? He hasn't done nothing he bad. He thinks Shanahan's super overrated. overrated? Oh, okay. People think that he's a top five coach. He says no way in hell. I'm gonna keep it. A, uh, like we say, I'm gonna keep it a bean right about now. Shanahan McVay are the same fucking coach. This whole boy genius, McVeigh's the next Belichick bullshit that I've had to hear for five years now. George, it's ridiculous. Are you guys going to get over this shit eventually? What do you mean over it? How many Super Bowls has McVeigh won? I mean, uh, how many has fucking Kyle Shanahan won? They're both great coaches. I don't get... I was never like, I took shots at Kyle Shanahan. You and Rick. Yeah. Rick more than you. Rick's the delusional football fan where I'm just like, oh, God. Rick's been delusional his whole life. Since he was a Cavs <laughs> fan before LeBron. Oh, my God. How delusional. Still, he's still a Cavs fan, though. you got to yeah. respect that dedication because well, they are bad. It. They're bad. No, they're but f- him saying that they're going to win the ship every year, I don't respect that. Like, you got to be like, come on, dude. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. I know Rick. He's going to listen to this eventually on one of his ish jerky commutes. I'll be honest. And I fuck with Rick. I, I, he's really cool. He invites me over to watch football. I like Rick. But the first time I met him was the Super Bowl last year, uh, Buccaneers Chiefs. We're at my buddy Seth's. Him and George come over. We know George well. I don't know Rick too well, but he knows Seth really well. And George comes over. This is after the Stat Padford uh, trade. Stat Padford? <laughs> That's what he is at this point. That boy... He is closer to Tony Romo than he ever will be Kurt Warner. You realize that, right? You, I called this. I called this. You, you do realize that about him, right? I, he, he's closer to Dak and Romo than he ever will be Kurt Warner. The argument, he never had any receivers. He's had plenty of receivers now, yeah. so... Well, not only that, but he had Calvin. Marvin Jones was catching 100 balls a year. He yeah. had Kenny Galladay. He had uh, Hawkinson his rookie year. Like, this whole notion that he never had nothing. He was by himself. Well, I've seen Alex Smith play, and there's some quarterbacks that will never win a Super Bowl. That's all I have to say. I knew that from the beginning with him. Like, that's why I was fine with Kaepernick getting some PT, you know? He at least has, like, a little spark that there was a possibility 
Um, yeah, it's he's one of those quarterbacks where he he's going to do fine, and he might have a lot of touchdowns. He might have a decent amount of interceptions, but he's just not going to get it done. Right. Especially against the 49ers because the Rams always lose to the 49ers. We have their number. <laughs> we will win two fucking games a season. It'll be against the Rams. <laughs> Rick lost $1,000 to Ryan for betting on the Rams against the 49ers. I wasn't going to put him on blast like that. That's but. what you get. okay so back to the rick story i'm gonna wrap this up real quick he comes over we're talking about it i have no idea rick's a rams fan i I just met the guy i knew that george was he starts talking shit about how great they're gonna be i'm like hold on what i'm like what do you realistically think you guys lost a divisional round with jared goff i know he was hurt you had john hancock wolford whatever the fuck his name is i know he won you the seattle game but seattle sucks i'm like what do you really think he's like Oh, Super Bowl, baby. Super Super Bowl champs. I'm like, Super Bowl champs? I was like, wait, hold on real quick. How many games passed after one of the playoffs in his career? Still. How many times has he been there in his career? Thank you. <laughs> George put up a one, by the way. I think it's actually two, but we'll go with the one. So I don't watch Detroit football. So. <laughs> Rick did win fantasy this year for us, though, so I do have to give him props. Which one's that? Jerky Belt. League or is, uh... Belt League. Belt League. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. right. He got himself his own trophy. Did you see that? No, I did not see that yet. Yeah. He bought his own trophy that's like five feet tall. It's actually pretty sick. I was like, that's a lot of money you put into it. My team threw. My team threw. I have Tyreek Hill mm. and Travis Kelsey. They threw. Not even real. Four points and three points. You know what I mean? Like, how? How? Get this. I'm playing George in Seth's league, first round of playoffs. This is week uh, 15, so this is the Tampa Bay Saints game. This is, he's got Julio and Ryan suck up in his lineup. Julio's the best receiver of all time. He's the GOAT. I'd take him right now over anyone. <laughs> I was just saying, there's no way we're serious, right? Okay. But I played him, though. You gotta respect that. <laughs> I played him. George, I don't have to respect anything you I don't want to respect. You could have off of the waivers and he would have done better. Dude, like, what are you talking about? You and Rick really sat there and caped and capped for a guy that hasn't been the best receiver for probably four years at this point in the wow. NFL. Hall of Fame first ballot? Yes. Best receiver of last decade? Yes. One of the greatest catches ever in a Super Bowl? Yes. Best fucking receiver in 2021? He's not even the best receiver on his own team. <laughs> what are you talking about? Now we're talking hindsight. It's not hindsight. This is August. That was that was five months ago. That was before this last season. Pull the audio. Show him yeah. the audio. Show him the audio. Exactly. <laughs> Pull the evidence. Okay. Anyways, guys were saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. You're a Niner fan. Rick lost a thousand dollars, which is absolutely. I thought he lost it just on the Monday night game. I thought he bet another thousand, and I'm like, no, dude. I stopped watching that game at halftime, though. So to be honest, so, really? Yeah, I checked into the score and saw that they won, but I wasn't watching that. The Monday night game. Yeah. This last Sunday, how did that go? No, this last Sunday. Oh, this last Sunday, you. Oh yeah. Stop yeah. watching it half. The Rams. Yeah. If okay. there's a chance that they're gonna win, I'm not gonna watch that. Yeah. And of course they didn't. So. Right. You love to see it. <laughs> Debo, man. Debo's having a crazy ass year. Yeah. I mean, he's like literally their best running back and receiver. Because I mean, Kittle, he's oh, amazing. Yeah. But he's been, uh, sorry, he's been hurt. 
He's a better blocker than he is receiver, in my opinion. I know he had the, the Cincinnati game. He went crazy. I think the game in Seattle, he went crazy. But he hasn't really gone crazy a lot this year. Where Debo, I mean, every week he's going to have 80 rushing yards, 100-some-odd receiving yeah. yards. Debo is the reason that George lost the title in our league, which I was very happy about. Um, but George has all these guys, man. They get zero. They get nothing in fantasy. Jim- I still lose. Jimmy G is going to be the key to how far they go in the playoffs. If he's really hurt or if he gets re-injured, they're not going to go far. Um, it's just, Trey Lance just isn't – you're not going to come in your rookie year and go – you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's Kaepernick, you know? Like, you're not going to win a Super Bowl, you know, whenever you're getting ticked right away like that. He, he, needs a, he needs another year or two before he needs to get a, a good amount of snaps. He's super raw, man. Yeah. Like, he's super – like, you can tell he just hasn't played the position yeah, yeah, very yeah. much. Yeah, And it, it's such a jump. It's such a jump. Look at your linemen. Like, oh, man, I would not want to be a quarterback with those guys coming at me. Right. And, and a lot of guys forget that. Like, those are – Six 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 eight. They're me, you know, me with two hundred pounds on me. Like, and they can run faster than me. Like, yeah, those are some scary dudes coming at you. Absolutely. Well, I mean, with Trey Lance, he plays twenty nineteen at North Dakota State. North Dakota State, exactly. And same college that Wentz went to, which yeah. Wentz ain't all that. We just found that out again. Um, but he takes twenty twenty off basically because I think he was hurt. It wasn't because COVID. He didn't opt mm-hmm. out, but he played one game. Yeah. And the Niners trade a first-round pick, a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and they tra- like all this capital to get this guy. Do you still think, and it's super early, but do you think Lance was still the right pick? Should they have gotten Mac? Should they have gotten, uh, I mean, Lawrence and Wilson weren't going to be there. But, I mean, do you regret the pick? Davis Mills? I mean. I, you could argue Mac, but that's hindsight, too. Like no one, no one was expecting him to do what he's doing. Um, I t- I say he's the right pick. Uh, body type, style of play, arm, throwing ability. I like him. I like him. He he's gonna he's gonna take a little bit longer um, to get to where he's gonna be a starting QB and where he's got the skill set. But you can't tell me that he does that he couldn't be a. You could possibly be a Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Like who's to say? You know, right. give give him a couple years, two three years. Um, yeah, I, I'm fine with the pick. He's he's a specimen, like, athletically. So, um, Oh, I love Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love some Trey Lance. Um, yeah, no, it's it's Al that's the hater, just so you know. Yeah, Al, yeah. Al's the- <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> he's a Bengals fan now. I don't know if you've heard any of the recent heard, pods. Yeah, I heard. Um, but- oh, yeah, yeah. I sent, I sent to you... Uh, as soon as he remember, whenever I, I sent you the message, yes, that, like of course, ago. right whenever Urban yep. gets fired the next day that the pods released or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes. And yeah. then it's like the week after that, he's like, "Oh, go Bengals now, fresh start." Which I mean, they're in the playoffs, and the Jags. I mean, they just wore clown suits to the game, and I mean, they won Sunday, but it was probably the right pick for Al. I'm not gonna sit here and trash Al, but it is funny how it's like, yeah, the Bengals. No, and, and I, I don't care about switching teams. I'm not, I never gave George shit. I'll joke about it, but I don't really mean him switching from the Niners to the Rams, back to the Niners, back to the Rams. I mean, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm in the... I'm oh, in this the, is news, George. I always like... George. Uh, you can jump on the bandwagon when the Niners are winning. I, I'm about it. I like, you know, the more the merrier. There's you only one team been in the Bay. Fan? There's only one team that's supposed to be in the Bay. And right. as long as we have that and the Raiders are gone, I'm a happy fucking camper. So for the rest of my life, as long as another team doesn't go there, we're good. Have you always been a Niner fan? Yeah. My okay. dad was a uh, Dolphins fan. Um, and that was back whenever they'd make it to the Super Bowl. 
and they were playing against the 49ers never since then like you know you got to root against you know what i mean right so oh, yeah uh, yeah it made it interesting whenever i'd talk shit with my dad about it and he used to be big into football he's not so much anymore he watches college more um than nfl but yeah i've been a niners fan my whole life i remember the two win seasons four win seasons so i wouldn't rep the shit necessarily but i would right. always root for him for yeah. sure and, and a lot of our friends are Brad's uh, Eric's brother is a 49ers fan and there's a decent amount of us so yeah especially yeah. up here I mean absolutely that's... yeah and I've been to Candlestick whenever they were playing there I haven't been to the new stadium though really I heard that it's gorgeous it's, it's very lovely I went yeah. there for a Packers 49ers game the Sunday night game a few years back when nice. the Packers got their ass kicked and because uh, I was on a, the Rogers bandwagon I, I was wearing a Rogers jersey I was a fake Packer fan at that point and now I'm, I'm, I'm back with my Chargers but hold on though Hold on. Stop. Stop the program. Niners, Rams. Niners, no, no, Rams. No, no, He's not back. He's not back. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm no. like, we did it that many times? Like, oh, okay. Shit. All right. Because he said that he switched when they came to L.A. in 2016, 15, one of those years. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, that's fair. George is from L.A. That's that's fair. Um, Niners, Cowboys, man. What do you expect this Sunday in Dallas? I mean, there's definitely going to be a catch. I don't know if the catch is going to happen. I keep hearing that. Someone else told me that today. They're like, oh, I want another the catch to happen. I was like, ah. COVID um, so so <laughs> I I'm thinking that yeah, there's gonna be some of that. Yeah, some nineteen catch. Dallas, Texas, they don't wear masks down uh-huh. there. They'll give that this shit don't even exist. It's gonna, wild, wild wild gonna be full capacity. It's gonna be a sixty grand in there. Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jones just rolling in the money. Putting the salt on his um. Yeah, bubbles. I <laughs> it, it could it could go either way, honestly. It can go either way on that. Both of those teams have potential, and both of them choke at times, you know? So, yeah. I, I think injury. If any injury happens, that team's going to lose. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're not going to pick your Niners? Oh, Is of course. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think, like, I really do think that they're going to win that. But, um,. They, the toughness of schedule at this point in the season compared to Dallas, like, yeah, I think I think they got this. Coming off of a barely squeaking by, yeah. George, Rams-Cardinals. Yeah, um, yeah I want to hear this Mon- Monday Night Football, which is very odd for playoffs. They usually don't have Monday Night Football. I know me, you, and Al, later on this week, um, we'll get into this a little more on the football pod, but mm-hmm. Rams-Cardinals. Yes. Stat Padford. Uh-huh. Against Kyler Murray, which they kill him on TikTok. I mean, they shrink him down. The football is. <laughs> the one that sent you. Where was uh, Ted as a Dude, Kyler Murray? They kill him on TikTok, man. I, I almost feel bad. But he's good. He, his bank account is is good. Oh, he's yeah. fine. He's yeah, fine. no, he's doing great. His life's going fantastic. He he can give a shit about the TikToks. Um, but what do you expect from the game, and why? Uh, I they have a couple injuries, right? I think Hopkins is coming back. That, no, I mean, he's not eligible to like the NFC title game. Oh no, like then that, it's right? a wrap because we have their number and then they have their best receiver out. I mean, it's still a good team. Don't get it twisted. They have Zach Ertz, AJ Green, uh, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk, uh, Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. I know you like Rondell. Uh, James Connors had a healthy year. Yeah, they got they got players, but yeah. uh, not enough players. I, I think you know. So Rams, I think it's in uh, Arizona. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you go uh, back to Arizona, which was a Monday Night Football game. Arizona, Arizona Stadium's pretty fucking neutral. Like, 
anyone. Every can, other Super Bowl is played yeah. there. I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, it is really, it is neutral. It's not really that big of a home field. So, yeah, I see us winning. I mean, it's, it should be close, but I, I think we would win by 10 points, you know? It might be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I was going to say, I can see it, it being a 20-17, be. 21-19, one of those weird. I think Niners-Cowboys is going to be a high-scoring game. I just have a feeling. I don't think the Cowboys are going to score much. I, no. I can see the Niners whooping them by two touchdowns. I yeah. really can. I think there's honestly no shot in hell Dallas wins. I'll, I'll be what happened? What happened to Elliott? What happened? Ask him. He's the fucking guy who takes them fourth of the No, 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 no. He, he's he, yeah, yeah, of course. But he's on. <laughs> he's on. Uh, what's his name's nuts? Oh, Saquon. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. my fuck. Yo, you got was, it. Yeah. I, who's worse? Who, who's worse? <laughs> Who's worse? A Saquon. He's been more hurt. At least Zeke had 11 rushing touchdowns. Mm. Zeke had, what, 1,200 yards? I mean, we act like he's trash. He's just not what he was when he first came into the league. Now, mm. Saquon had one 100-yard rushing game. Yeah. Fuck. One. I think Zeke had at least two. I mean, uh, being generous, maybe. Being generous. <laughs> uh, total yards, for sure, total yards. <laughs> Receiving and, and rushing. Right. And he got into the end zone. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, between Julio and Saquon, what the fuck? We were having this debate a couple of days ago when we were watching football, and I'm like, if this was 2018, I, I would be like, dude, your team's like one of the best. He popped off. It though. ain't 2018, He popped George. off, though, for the last game. Who? Julio. He, he had one tud. That's true. It's only tud of the season. Pretty, why why aren't you talking about Cooper Cup? Why why don't oh, no. this what, is so like, weird. why don't you talk about the best player, the best receiver? Like yeah, you're gonna argue so Julio Jones and not Cup? Like it's, yeah. that's so wild. And you're a Rams fan and you're still dude, I'm He's a triple crown this. winner. Uh, exactly. Stafford another record for Stafford. But I'd rather build my team around Julio Jones than a triple crown winner. Well now nah, I wouldn't. Nah, well, oh no. Now he no, wouldn't no. because But the start of the season, uh, Julio Jones. Right. What the hell are Damn. we doing, hey, bro? Hey, thank you for listening. I can tell you Jesus actually listen. <laughs> These boys wilding. They need to get called out on some of this wilding. I'm over here trying to do it, and it's two-on-one, and I'm like, hold on a sec. Two on I'm pretty one. sure the whole time that I've listened to that pod, I'm just looking at George shaking my head. Like, what are you guys doing? Him him, and Eric teaming up, thinking that they can talk since against you, that is actually being the voice of reason. <laughs> thank you. I mean... Look, here's the thing. When Rick said the Colts have the recipe to beat the Rams that the Bucks don't, and I get the Rams to beat the Bucks twice with Tom Brady now. How asinine of a statement is that? That Carson fucking Wiener Schnitzel, which I know no one else calls him that, but I call him that because he plays he plays like a hot dog. He I mean he plays scared. He pl- I don't know what his deal is. How they have more of a shot to beat them than the champions? Because you guys have AD and Ramsey, <laughs> but I mean, but the Colts had a good defense. That's what we were banking on. If Stafford turned the ball it's over, it's not AD and Ramsey. And I mean, let's be honest about Ramsey for a second. He's still the best corner in football. I, I see him get burnt by Adams. I see him get burnt by fuck by all these, some of these receivers. I'm like, dude, it's Hollywood Brown. Like he ain't nobody. I mean, he's good. He's mid tier. He's not top five. No, no, no. Answer to it. Uh, well, I mean, you I don't know Rick what kind of defense are coverage. You and Rick are not going to make these open-ended <laughs> statements, and then I bring them up, and then you just sit here and stare at me. Answer to it. You know, I, I'm not the defensive coach. I don't know what kind of coverage they run on certain <laughs> wide receivers. If, he, if, he's, if he's shadowing the receiver and he gets burnt, then 
I guess he's bad. He's moving up in the zone defense, and that wasn't his guy, you know. He just uh, it was a it was a gap in coverage. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the funny shit about George is this, and I don't expect anything more from George. I, he he's mostly here to make me feel good. He supports the pod. I don't mind having him here. He's one of my good friends, right? But whenever I throw it to him on the football pods, I'm sure you've noticed it's always, yeah, you know, Cooper Cup. Elite fantasy, triple crown. I got Rams. Like there's like the analysis is just not there, but it is the George analysis, and uh, that's what he true. really thinks. That's what he thinks. I'm yeah. not gonna sit here and be like, no, you have to give more of a of a take. But it is funny. Like I will give a whole breakdown. I'll give a whole breakdown. I throw it to this boy, and he's like, yeah, you know, Lamar, he could he could run that ball. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty eight fantasy points. I don't know his stuff. Like, he, he's actually watching defenses. He's actually watching offenses. Like, I, I get what he's doing. Like, I do the basketball version of that. You know what I mean? Like, I actually get the game to that extent. Um, football, I don't get the game to that extent. If football's tough for me to grasp. I will say this, and Al, if he listens at some point, he'll love that I say this. But he does know more football than I do. Yeah, he, he, know, he, knows, he knows X's and O's. He knows, like, he, you can tell that he knows that kind of stuff. Right. Know? Yeah. He he knows more than I do. I just kind of do the eye test thing. I, I'm, I'm well, you know names and you know stats and you know. I'm better at that side. I'm better yeah. at like the TV you side. You know of history the game. and you know yeah for right. sure. I'm not good at sitting there watching film with you all day long and we'll break down yeah. what defense saw exactly. Runs. But I, I I can sit there and yeah I'll, yeah. I'll try and remember for like sure. stats, records, revisionist history stuff if you will. So is anyone? Beating the Titans. Are the Titans going all the way this year? Uh, God, no. I <laughs> bet my fucking unborn child on that. Who Who do you have? Um, In all honesty. Like, right now, right now, right now. Pre, uh, I've playoffs. wanted the matchup for three seasons. I want Mahomes-Rodgers. Yeah. I think the NFL needs that. I don't think Tampa's going to do it. Too many injuries. A-B, turn back into A-B. Um, I mean, Brady's having an incredible season. You I can mean, never count Brady out. Exactly. You know, and I saw them go to Lambo last year and win, but no Godwin, no AB, Gronk's a shell. I could double Mike Evans. I just, I don't know. That defense, they're a little banged up. They were pretty healthy last year. Yeah, the defense is what won them. Yeah. The secondary is just not what it used to be. I mean, they're depending on guys like Richard Sherman now. You know, and I mean, Sherman's just way past his prime. So, I don't know. I Right now, I want Chiefs-Packers. I'd probably go Chiefs-Packers if we were in Vegas. That's just me. Who do you got? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Niners? Yeah, it's not their year. I wouldn't say this year. Um, That's the one team I wouldn't want to see in the playoffs, even if I am Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah. they got his number a little bit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I just, I don't, I have a th- bad feeling about, like, injuries and also, th- the other thing that we're not talking about this year is, like, COVID can come back around, you know, and, like, that that can ruin a whole team. Right. If, if you're catching it now, like, that that can be a game, and that can be a big deal. Omicron I wonder how that's going to be handled. Super contagious. I mean, I just got it for the first time about a month ago, and, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I didn't get it too bad, but it's just super contagious. Super, yeah. super contagious, and that is the worst part about it. Um, let's move on to something else, man. I don't know how you feel about it. We first met in person last year at the Space Jam premiere. Me, you, George, Al. We go there on a long day at work. I was looking forward to it. I was actually really excited about the Looney Tunes and LeBron. I really was. I was like actually deeply, the kid in me was excited. We get there. We all get a beer, I think. We get popcorn. We get candy. We get all the, you know, just gut. As George was saying, just all the gut shit we get. 
we get in there and there's like eight previews. You know, the beer's just not very. I, you guys may have pre-gamed. I think George uh, spilled the tea that you guys pre-gamed a little, which you had to to watch that bullshit. Yeah, we had a couple of tequila sunrises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know how you feel about the movie, but what'd you think about the new Space Jam, man? Because remember, we all walked out and like. Yeah, oh, I, I, I definitely fell asleep, which is probably my best analysis to the movie. Okay. Um, I woke up during the last scene, the actual, like, them playing basketball. I think visuals were kind of cool. Storyline just was not up to par. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, like... It was like a big So, so who's, who's making that? Like, who was that? That was, um... Well, LeBron's one of the executive producers. Is it like Disney? Is it like who? Warner Brothers. Yeah. Because the Looney Tunes are owned by yeah, Warner. See, it was a big, long Warner Brothers commercial. Give me Pixar. Give me Pixar mm. making that. And then we're going to get some good shit. Okay. Like, I want Pixar's spin on it. You know what I mean? Like, Pixar makes the most banger cartoons. Right. Like, and that's a hands down, their right? stories hit. So if they could do their storyline to a Space Jam, that's what I want. Okay, let's not give LeBron's acting this much credit. LeBron can act as well as my fucking notebook that's sitting here. Yeah, it's LeBron pretty cheese. can't act. Pretty cheese. There was a line in the movie that he said, he was like, man, I- I'm a professional athlete. Athletes don't act. Oh my fucking God, the irony. I was sitting there like, yo, he really said that and like thought he got a bar off. Like, no, you can't act, LeBron. Dude, he's so bad. Amazing yeah. ball player. I'm a Laker fan. He's Amazing cringe. ball player. He's cringe. It was fucking horrible. What's up, George? The thing that bothered me is for him to act, he just had to be himself. And he tried to be not himself. He tried to be like a rapper or some shit. Um, he tried to be uh, he yeah. tried to be something. I'm with you. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like he could have been the main guy by being him or whatever. I mean, I guess if that's him, I honestly don't know what he's like off the court. Well, of course we don't. But, but uh, that was just... Not I, I, we we had a couple of tequila sunrises and we're walking in like, like we're smiling. Like, it ain't gonna be that bad. Like I expect it to be kind of shit. We're adults watching a kid movie. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta expect some cheesy shit. But holy shit, dude! I don't think the kids liked it. Like that's the problem. Yeah, exactly. If, the problem. if they didn't even like it, then I can understand. Like if I don't like it and kids like it, but I wasn't seeing a bunch of kids rocking Space Jam stuff right after. You know what I mean? Like there it wasn't came a big, and went. Yeah, and there it was wasn't the middle of the summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the budget was 150 million. It only made 201 million at box office. Hmm. For movies to make, for movies to break even, quote unquote, in Hollywood, you have to double your budget. I'm, I'm not sure where they get those numbers from. I think that's just what studios would like to justify a release. Um, so they had to make at least 300 million, came up 100 million short. That just goes to show you. Now, let's not sit here and act like Michael Jordan is Leo DiCaprio. No. Okay. And, and, and the first one is like this mega classic. It is because we were kids, but at least Michael, cool as a cucumber. He didn't try to be anybody but himself. And he just pulled it off. He's just, he was Mike Jordan. Everyone knew who he was. He did the jump man stuff, you know, tongue out. He was cool. He didn't try and be some rapper or be some fucking hard ass like LeBron was trying to be. Yeah. And, and also like you had, you had Chuck, you had, you know what I, like the cameos were so right. much better. Yeah. Like, let's this not had, forget some of the cameos that we got in this AD, one. Dame Lillard, <laughs> and torn ACL Clay. Just not good. That's what we got. Nobody wanted to act with him. None of them talked. Like, it wasn't even, they weren't, you know what I mean? It was right. Just, yeah. There was no Mugsy. You know what I mean? There was yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Dame was Mugsy. Like, and that what? was a big part of it, you know? Like, that was a big part of it. Of course. Them, yeah. 
Yeah, the storyline. Story also, maybe it was made for China. I don't know. Who's to say? What do you mean? Oh, maybe LeBron wanted to take this movie on over to China and make some money there. Wouldn't mm. surprise me. He seems to be, like, buddy-buddy with China anyway, so. It is interesting how, yeah, it is interesting how he, the Nike shit, Daryl Morey's tweet a couple years ago, he doesn't say anything, and then the moment, and look, we're not getting into this, but the moment George Floyd happens, or Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, uh, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse, or whenever that happens, he's talking shit, acting like he's fucking Martin Luther, like he's Malcolm X. Dude, you fucking put a ball in a hoop. Yeah, and I'm fine. I'm fine with like, that. I've, I've kind of changed my terms with, like, people talking, for sure. It's just, like... I get the influence, but you don't live a regular life, dude. Yeah, and, like, you're not going to talk about the Uyghur, like, Muslims in China. Like, there's plenty of stuff going... Uh, Hong Kong, you know what I the mean? Ho- yeah, like, Hong We're just going to be quiet on some of this stuff? Right. Like, if you're social justice, like, you need to speak up for some of that stuff, too. But right. it's, like, yeah. And he doesn't. He literally just, just comes like, off fake. That that that's my biggest thing with him is yep. he just comes off fake with that stuff. Yeah. I think I think he's a much better person than whenever he first got in the league. He was very like entitled, and I've read some articles, not really, really? articles, but yeah, I read like some someone. I think it was like a poli- uh, like a pizza delivery guy that he just like big leagued in a weird way, and that guy was taught. Which I think it was in front of a reporter. So it wasn't mm. him going to a reporter. The reporter saw how he treated him and said something about it. And that was a while ago that I read that, and I was kind of like, that's not cool, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, he seems like he's grown up a lot, but, yeah, there's some weird shit with China. But that's what, that's what <laughs> dude, there's just weird shit with China right now. Right, just honest. in general. Yeah. Working in the Bay and you see some of these cash offers coming in, side, like unseen real estate Cash offers over listing price, straight from China. Some weird stuff coming in. Weird mm. stuff. That's in San Jose. That's in Napa. That's in San Francisco. That's in Oakland. They're buying up some property, and there is money. Like, they're, they're offering, like, half a mil over listing price. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of influence. If, if they're doing that in real estate, I can only imagine what's going on, you know? Right. With riots and, and all sorts of stuff, yeah. Well, and with LeBron, you know, like that that's that's a bargaining chip uh, for someone to have him in their pocket, you know. Pay for a silence, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's that's how it goes. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, and I'm, God, this might be controversial, but I don't care. It's like the North Korea thing. Okay, I'm not comparing China and North Korea, but you see, fat fuck Kim Jong Un, and then you there's like a food shortage. Yeah. Like, there's, like, no food for any people like us if we're to be over there. But Kim Jong-un literally had, like, a fucking heart attack a year or two ago. And he had to drop, like, a hundred-some-odd pounds. And he drinks every day, smokes. He has his fuck. He as Bill Burr says, he has his whores with him. Like, he just... <laughs> yeah, he... I'd love, I'd love to go to China. I'd love to go to North Korea and actually see, because I'm feeling like there's some fuckery going on in those yeah. places, for sure. We think our government's fucked up because the jab and... and... Biden and all these guys, you know, Obama made money in office. Dude, this ain't nothing compared to China, North Korea. I mean, you can't even point that stuff out. At least over here we could point it out. We could talk shit. We yeah. could maybe put someone on some game, if you will, quote unquote. Over there, man, if I were to say half the shit I say on this pod, I wouldn't even be al- I wouldn't have a pod. 
Yeah. They'll take all my rights. They wouldn't allow me into the government building, which is the library. I mean, there'd be all sorts of stuff. And us as Americans kind of take that stuff for granted. I mean, I know we're getting a little political, but whatever. It, it's true, though. You know, we take stuff like that for granted. We don't even think about that kind of stuff. We're so entitled to our 5G and our fucking DoorDash and Netflix and everything's right at your fingertips. You get alcohol delivered. and It's, like, it's just not like that everywhere, man. It's not. You know, we're actually pretty, we have it pretty well over here. You yeah, know, we just find stuff to bitch about. But. Yeah, there, there's the argument is that you got people thinking with their heart, and then you got people thinking with their head, and then you got people in the middle. And people have a really hard time with uh, how much of what to think with, you know. So, so you got people that mean well, but in reality, that's not a smart thing to do, you know. And then people that that's a smart thing to do, but in reality, that's not like a nice thing, you know. Um, you got that mixture. That That's the problem with the mixture of capitalism and socialism is you have people that want the best, but what they're doing not, isn't necessarily the solution to the best, you know. And capitalism, if you're going full capitalism, uh, you're taking advantage of people. Someone's getting taken advantage of. Right. To some extent. The little guy. Yeah. It's yeah. always a little guy. Yeah. So it, it it it's better now than it's ever been. That's what people need to realize is that yeah. it's better now than I it's ever been. You. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. It's going to keep getting better, actually. Yeah, it's going to keep getting better. And yeah. talking about – and everyone talking their view, their point of view helps. Even even if I don't agree with it, your point of view helps. You know what I mean? Like I learn from people that I don't agree with more than people I agree with. Absolutely. Like, if I'm watching something that's just feeding me what I already know, that's not going to help me at all. If I'm listening to someone that totally disagrees with me, I'm – and I respect them. I'm going to learn from them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what are some of your favorite podcasts then? I mean, what are some of your favorite shows to listen to? Because, I mean, that commute's got to be a yeah. drag. I mean, even with some background noise. But, I mean, what's what are some of the things you tune into and, and personally like? Um, I listen to Joe Rogan if it's someone that I'm curious with. I, I don't necessarily like him the most. I think that he gets the best variety of yes. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and I don't think anyone can argue that. Um, the other thing I listen to, I listen to a lot of real estate podcasts. Mm. Um, I listen to Bad Friends, comedians, uh, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. They have a podcast that I love. Bobby Lee does? Yeah, Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. And he is fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's one of my favorites. Uh yeah, and I'll listen to, like, Joey Diaz. I listen to a lot of comedians <laughs> as Coco. well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like George George in 40 years is going to be Joey oh, he would Diaz. Love. <laughs> I listen to Bad Friends. Brad, uh, Brad put me on to the gym. He's been driving me to the Planet Fitness. And yeah, Bobby Lee's pretty fucking funny. There's just too many podcasts. Like, I have all this time, and I still can't listen to everything. You know? Right. There's tons. It's it's very flooded out. And, I mean, that's why, like, with this, I always wanted to try and be different. And... I'll be honest, man. The The biggest thing for me personally, George and I kind of talk about this sometimes. A, a lot of these guys don't have the voice. And that's just one of those natural fucking things, man. And I'm not going to sit here and, and brag or nothing, but I was blessed. I mean, I'm blessed to have the voice and to be able to read and to be able to, you know, tone and whatnot. Yeah. Some people don't even grasp that some people don't realize it some people don't and i mean not even locally because i think locally there's a, a couple of good podcasts i mean we bring up um like friday night therapy i like austin and those guys you know sometimes the content isn't for me on some of the podcasts um whether it's his whether it's any other ones but 
I mean, sometimes you listen to these pods and it's like, dude, they're just all over. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, no identity. No, it, like... Right. Consistency, no... That's why I have a tough time getting into, like, George would always bring up uh, Call Her Daddy. I never got into that shit because I don't think they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I never And now it's just the one girl, and I'm like, how do you even... That's a tough thing to do, just a one-man show. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless you have callers, like a radio show, or you have a buddy or someone like that. Yeah, I, I can't. It's tough. The only, the only single person that I can listen to is Bill Burr. He's the only person that I yeah. can help, that I can listen to by himself. And he's a co- comedian, so that makes sense. And Ari Shafir. Uh, those two. I love Ari Shafir. What did you make about his Kobe comments? Yeah. That's what I What did you make about the Kobe stuff a couple years ago? Uh, what I make of that is that he has been, he, to that point, he was... He was making jokes on people that would die. Like, that's what his fans wanted. So everyone that would die, he would make comments on. So he was already in that to where then, of course, when Kobe dies, his fans, come on, like, you got to do it. You know what I mean? So then he does it, and then it gets out to people that shouldn't be seeing that. You know what I mean? Right. Because he, one of his, one of his best friends, Ralphie Mae, passed away. And mm. he's yeah. roasting him. Right after he died, like he was was doing this, you know what I mean? It was a it, it was a bit, it was a thing that he was doing. And if you take it out of context, of course, like uh, it means something different, you know? Right. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was a little uh, it was a little much. Soon. Yeah. And, and it was like the day of. It's like all right, man. Well, and him him starting it was probably a mistake. You know what I mean? Like uh, I get I. I think everything's funny, and I don't think anything should be off limits. But at the same time, it's like uh, know your audience and know that the internet is going to get out. So it's like I might say a joke that I shouldn't, but it's not going to be in front of people that can hear it that I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? If I'm going to talk wild, it's going to be with people that can handle it. Um, yeah. I'm not going to do it on the internet where everyone can see it. You right. know? Yeah, that's a mistake. Yeah, like anyone can yell things that they probably shouldn't yell, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, you probably shouldn't uh, yeah. have a program, my guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. someone that loves you or cares about you should probably step in and be like, hey, man. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if that was while he was having depression stuff, or I, I don't know. I know that he did go through, that he's on medication and all of that. And I don't know, I don't know how any of that mental stuff works. Um, and also, you got to think, like, some of his big, big, like, best friends are huge now, and he's not. So there, there's there's some stuff going on, um, and yeah. and it's an attention grab, right? Like that's the only reason why you make comments is you want attention, right? So um, I think that that's just some. And when you're a comedian, you're just trying to get shock and awe. Yeah. So it's just he. I think he, I I like him though. Like I like listening to him. So I don't know him as a person again. I right. like listening to him. Yeah. Like, you don't I know think, if he's a rotten individual yeah. or he's just bullshit. And he has some good takes on stuff. So. Um, yeah, I can I can listen to anyone talk as long as I don't think that they're like a bad person. I don't know necessarily that he's a bad person, and he he said that he was sorry and all of that, and I think that I truly like didn't mean to, and he got he got punishment for that. I say it finally it bit him in the ass. Yeah. I mean it was no joke. Yeah, and I I don't see him. He's not talking about Betty White, so luckily <laughs> I would right. say that he learned from his mistake, which that's all I can ask from somebody, right? Yeah. Like, people say wild shit and then don't learn from that mistake, so. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Let's wrap this up. I got one more question for you. What comes next for JBL? What comes next for you personally in 2022 and beyond? 
I mean, I, I, I ask this question to everyone that owns a business and whatnot. I mean, no one truly knows. Do you have any immediate plans, though? Do you have any exit strategies? Do you eventually want to move on to just be doing real estate stuff, not, not just hardscaping? I mean, what what comes next? Do you have anything in mind that you wouldn't mind saying on the Yeah, podcast? we're... Um our company is working on buying the property that we stay at in Napa, um, and it looks like that's going to go through. So that's going to help us out tremendously. Um, just property down there. Uh, it allows you to use your property as a bank, and you can take out mortgages against your equity that you have. So then you're going to be able to buy properties and stuff. Um, I'm also, I own my house, and I have bought it before prices went to where they are now. Nice. So, um, and I'm putting work into it and I should have it finished up either this winter or uh, next winter. So I'm going to look at either renting that or selling that and then getting into another place. Um, the company, as soon as it gets the place in Napa, I'll probably sell my house to the company and then get a new house and kind of work stuff like that. Um, I want to get as many rentals as possible as like a retirement plan. Um, that's my dad's retirement plan as well. So okay. the end game would be property management and uh, and fixing houses, almost like renter-proofing houses before we get renters into them. So um, that's that's my biggest plan. Yeah, I w- I would love to get uh, everyone that I know like. Uh, it's always a goal, like getting your friends jobs. And a lot of my friends are in the area still and they're working customer service. And if I can get them a job working for me or doing something, I'd love to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't necessarily, it's, it's almost like the pizza shops where it's a stepping stone. Like I want them to be able to work for me, get capital and then do whatever they want. You know, like that's, uh, that's how people should be looking at jobs. A resume builder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're saving up to what in trying to figure out what you want to do so that you can have the money to then do what you want to do. Because necessarily, if you get into what you want to do and you're working for someone else, you're never going to get to fully do what you want to do. Yeah. You right. know how it is. It's If someone else was running this and you're just part of doing podcasts, that's not nearly as joyful and fulfilling as it is you doing it yourself, you know? Right. Oh, I mean, it's a lot of work, but I don't mind doing the yeah. descriptions and 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 I don't know if people know this, you know, talking about myself and, and the guests in third person when I do it and bringing the microphone, calling the library to set it up. I mean, I don't mind that stuff. And people like George, people like Al that come and do the podcast or they'll they'll hit the streets with me and give out business cards, tell their friends. I mean, that I I really appreciate and and love and respect. But it, it's just different than actually having the hardware and stuff. And it's it is work. You know, yeah. I mean, like you say, it is, I mean, it's fun. I enjoy it, but I'm not going to act like it's not work. I'm not going to act like, you know, it's not, you know, setting it all up and getting questions and, and the stress, you know. And I mean, even stuff like, man, is it going to go well? Are they going to like me? Are they going to be invested? You know, you just never know that stuff until you get there. You yeah. Know? It's just one of those uh, things about just living in the moment, you know. So I'm totally with you on that, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks I for I appreciate your time. This is a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Did you have fun, George? Us uh, shitting on you and Rick for- for half a podcast. Yeah, all kinds of fun, bro. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> the roast said George Torres. What the fuck? If you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. I'll be back here later on this week. And have a good day. See you guys later.